I'm Aria Collins, and you're listening to Colored Lens, a podcast, a show, a space created to share successful yet colorful stories that don't allow us to be colorblind. So let's get it started. We are back with another episode of Colored Lens, and today I wanted to have a discussion about the guys, for the guys, by the guys. So I have Julian from a Melanin Dads podcast with me here today. We're going to chat about what's it like being a black man, a father, and a husband in America. So hey, Julian, what is up with you? I am so excited to be on um, your show today, uh, Miss Aria. Yes, 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 yes. I've been practicing that, how to pronounce your name <laughs> for the entire time that you wanted to set this up. I was like, I'm oh going to get gosh, this name right honestly, first time. Aria, Aria, like it's just, just four letters. It's okay. That's it. But you know, it's, <laughs> that's the tricky part, you know? Ah, I love it. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'm so glad that I even have you on my on my show today. But before we even get started, like tell my audience a little bit about your platform, because like once I heard the name Melanin Dads, like I was looking for a bunch of people to talk to. But like your platform really like stood out to me. So tell them a little bit about that. Thank you so much. You know, every time I hear you say that, it just makes me more and more excited about what I do. And um, so uh, so for me, Melanin Dads is a not only is it it's a podcast which um I started back in July but it's mm-hmm. also um I look at it as a safe zone a safe place for uh men um black men purple men whatever type of men to come uh to and have a free space to discuss um what we all um you know have issues with um if it's mm-hmm. inside of our relationships if it's uh within society if it's within ourselves um, you know, we're, we're told by society, we're, we're not, we're supposed to be these big, strong men that we're not supposed to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and, um, you know, mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, receptive of, uh, you know, the feelings that we're supposed to, um, you know, help, you know, healthy, you know, release out, you know, so it, right. it was something that I struggled with for a long time. And sometimes I still struggle with, but, uh, since I started, it has definitely helped me, um, you know, as much as it helps the people I talk to. No, oh my gosh, I, I love that. And I feel like having having that space is just well needed. Like you said, like you always assume that, you know, men don't show emotions or they have to be strong or they have to do this, they have to do that. But like the same way we we as women have a space, I think it's equally as important. And that's why I was like, uh-uh, I... I have to speak to you. Like, I just, I just want to hear so, I'm so happy that these type of spaces even exist that I just want to know more about like what, like my first question is like, what does, you know, what does being a black father even mean to you? Um, uh, for me, it, it took me a very long time to be in tune with, um, I mean, of course, like I've always been proud of, you know, mm-hmm. my skin color and, right. um, you know, no, I've, I've always known it, it had, has always come with weight, but I've, right. I've never been able to transition that into, um, you know, being a dad. And uh, for me, uh, being a black father is a very, very sh- uh, high responsibility. Um, it's mm-hmm. the, one of the, the, the toughest responsibilities I've ever had in life because, you know, a lot of a lot of different cultures don't have to 
have tough dis- discussions with their, even though right. my kids are inside the house, like I am in the house, uh, it could be that one time where they do go outside right. and, um, you know, having those discussions with them, uh, watching TV and something comes across and you have to be able to use those moments as teaching moments for your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, um, no, I feel like for me has been the, 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 the best thing I look forward to because, you know, I, I always just, you know, when I w- decide to be a father, um, I always decided that I wanted to be a different type of father and I wanted to give right. my children, you know, everything that I felt like I didn't get as a child, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I even feel like, I mean, I, I don't have any kids at the moment, but once I am a parent, you always think that way. Like, you want to be able to give give them more than what you had. And I feel like even with this generation now that we're so much more, like, open to having conversations. Like, my parents, maybe up to this day, they probably haven't even, like, had, like, a proper sit-down conversation about, like, sex. Like, they just haven't even done that. So I think, like, you know, for sure, like, just being being a Since better parent of what you had. Huh? Yeah, my parents, like, they're just so, they're just, oh my gosh, like, wow. They haven't. Yeah, I did. Um, And that's crazy because the other day I actually had to have, I didn't had to have, but me and my wife Uh had a conversation like that. And, um, you know, in the beginning, it was more like, you know, club you in the head, Mm. you know, and we're going to have a discussion. But, you know, as time goes on, I feel like it should be easier and easier to have yes yes you know it, it's it is awkward but it's like all right this is the person i'm gonna be with forever why Ex- should yep. they feel some type of way about our sexual because if we're not having it they're gonna have it with somebody else exactly or they're gonna go find out information about it somewhere else yep. that's so true oh my yep. gosh and i think yeah i absolutely like nobody has it like the black, fa- like being a black father compared to being a any other race father is such is such a it's it's it's, it's different. It's like it's it's so it's 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 different. Like I've even like watched I've watched my own like you know dad. Like I've watched how he had to like hustle to provide, and here I am like you know I work I work in a very like corporate super corporate space, and I'm just watching how like their lifestyle, just hearing about their weekends, just hearing about this and hearing about that, like noticing how different their lifestyle even is. Like it's crazy to me. And wait, what are your children ages and like how, like how many kids and like how, you know, like tell us about that. So I have four children. I have Mm -hmm. three, I have three sons. I have, um, my youngest son is uh, nine. He'll be 10 in January. And that, that was, uh, my wife's son prior to us being married. Mm -hmm. And I have two sons, um, out of wedlock. So I have two sons prior to being married, uh, which is, um, uh, 10 and 13. And then okay. I have, then I, me and my wife only have one child together and she, she's two. So that's the only girl besides my wife in the household. Aww, so. I love that. It's so yep. well, oh my gosh, that is such a well, that's a well blended family. And like, oh my God, how, how, how is that household? Uh, that's all different ages. I'm hearing a baby. I'm hearing somebody who yep. think there's a teenager. Then we oh, have yep. like a 10 year old who think like I'm grown, but then they know they're not grown. Oh my gosh. And then boys. <laughs> yeah. So of course, you know, we're all, we're all lazy, you know, <laughs> we're all lazy except, except for my wife and, and my daughter's actually a lot less lazier than us. Oh my God. So, and she's two. I'm screaming. And she's two. Yeah. She, she's very detailed. Uh, she's working on potty right now. 
And uh, <laughs> I love that. yeah, she she wants to do the whole wiping. She wants to she she wants to flush the toilet, and she'll oh. she'll she'll use the bat. She'll use the big toilet more than she uses the little potty. You know, like we have the. <laughs> my wife went and bought one of the oh, seats you put on yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. oh, so, she's grown. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, my thirteen year old. I mean, the thing is, they're all doing virtual school, so I, I yeah. It's a gift and a curse. Like it, it, for me, it's right, a relief because right. I know where they're at. But then I feel I like it does make them more lazier because they, you know, they 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 look like they, you know, went through World War One and Two. By the end of the day, I'm like, <laughs> y'all didn't even do nothing, you know. Right. So, then oh it's like gosh. y'all got to do chores, and then y'all want to, you know, half as the, the chores. So then you know, it's, right. Uh, so then my wife starts yelling at all of us because then I'm like <laughs> blinking at her trying to, you know, diffuse the. But she has every right to be upset because it's like right, you know, we should right. we should know what we're doing, but we're guys, you know. So you know, oh my gosh, what would you say? Okay, out of that, what would you say is like the most challenging thing in your household, like with that dynamic? Um, most challenging thing I would say mm-hmm. is um, just trying to do just trying to do what's right, you know. One right, and even one in the end, virtual, now everything's virtual. So like, mm-hmm. how yeah, how has that been? It, it's, it's it, like I said, it's been a gift and a curse because right. I feel like when my kids were in the brick and mortar locations and they were in, inside the schools, uh, they worked more, you know, they, 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 mm. you know, worked harder. And, you know, I have one son where any minute his report card is going to be coming to the house. So he's probably going to be getting in trouble, but, um, <laughs> it, it, with the whole Google classroom is like, um, you know, they're not, they're not doing the work fully they're not doing right. it correctly then they have right. projects and they feel like it's the end of the world so it's like i you know on, on one hand i do miss them going to school mm-hmm. but then on another hand you know i enjoy them being home where i know where they're at but i know they miss their friends and i know how it is to be in a house all day every day so yeah. if, I, if i know yeah. how it feels and i'm more you know we're adults so we're we're able to sit down for hours and it doesn't bother us you know kids That's they're not true. like that you know so exactly oh my gosh it doesn't know. bother us sometimes i feel like i'm still going crazy like I had oh to yeah explain, yeah i had to I explain go. that to my yeah like i mm-hmm. you know i don't like the commute but then i also kind of miss it because i don't have that i don't have that gap anymore like as soon as i'm yeah, done with work it's like, okay there i am like you just can't get away like i'm in this space like oh my gosh i can only imagine like for me i was with my um I was staying with, with my sister and like my niece and them a little bit. We saw live together and like, you know, she don't have any siblings. Like at least they have each other. Like, do they like, bl- like, do they, I know some siblings are different. Like with me, I didn't really interact with my siblings much. Cause we were like so far apart in mm-hmm. the, like we're 10 years apart. So like we never had time to like play and hang out together, but do you see them like, you know, cause they're also close in age. I feel like they're the best of friends. No. Um, to a degree, the thirteen-year-old mm. likes the other the other two when he likes them. Because um, <laughs> the he's grown, and, right? That's the why. nine and the nine and ten-year-old, they're they're very close. They like the same things, right? Um, right. They play the same games, right? That they, makes sense. They speak the same lingo. I mean, they all speak the same. Lingo. I mean, of course, the, the the smaller ones look up to the bigger one, and I try to explain to him. That yeah. you know, this you should be honored to have other people look up to you and mm-hmm. want to learn from you and not look at it as a bad thing. Cause I'm pretty it's, sure yeah. in your life, you know, um, you know, besides me being your father, you've looked up to other people besides me. Right. So exactly. if you know how that that feels, then why are you treating them like they're, you know, 
like they're a disease or something, you know? So right. I think that's just like, I think that's maybe just a part of puberty. Like my brother, yeah. he's, he's what, he's 13. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, our relationship has changed so much compared to when he was like, obviously when he was a baby versus like seven and 10, like now I'm like, wow, you DeAndre, like you don't even talk to <laughs> me. Like, wow. What have I, what have I done to you? Oh my God. So like, just give, but I'm, I'm so glad you're having these conversations. Like, now so even though he's maybe like mm, i don't know what he's talking about oh he's crazy no when he gets like two years down the line a little bit older he'd be like oh my gosh like my dad was actually right like these yeah and, and that's what they're my younger brothers like it will it'll, it'll hit it'll hit correct and that's mm-hmm. why um that's why i did i haven't stopped speaking to him like that because right there was conversations we had you know when he was 10 years old that I, i'm not, i'm having the same conversations now he actually is sitting there and you know, you know, understanding and grasping the words, opposed to looking like um, I'm talking mm-hmm. on dead, dead air, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like it's something that just clicks with them, and that's just you just got to keep. And I, I keep telling, you know, I tell my kids all the time, like I, I say to them, I, I say, I wish that my parents had conversations like this with right. me. So just be happy that you have somebody who actually cares about not only making sure you you eat every day but making sure that you're you know mentally rich as well too exactly you know? Ooh, so. heavy heavy on the mentally rich but like what yeah. what what made you kind of i don't know how to how i want to phrase this let me see how i'm trying to phrase it it's like i felt like i have a whole section where i want us to get there but what really like impacted what made you know that you want to have these type of conversations with your with your kids and have this type of relationship with your kid. What was it that it was like? This is how I'm going to do it. I th- I believe that I've always had that um, way of thinking. Mm. I just didn't. I had. I just didn't. Did not know, or I wasn't confident enough to be able mm. to, uh, you know, um, display it in a way mm. that it, it was a healthy. Um, I don't feel like I was comfortable enough until I got married to a black woman mm-hmm. and I was able to actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, understand, um, what it, what it was to have, um, you know, healthy conversations, you know, with your children and also with, with someone else. Um, right, right. you know, so I, I really, I like March, March coming up will be five years. I've been married and I feel like, um, yes, I love it's that. been like that, the, it's it's been like that in the entirety of my marriage because my wife really um, she puts the boot on me not in a bad way but uh, enough to get my because I'm I'm very um, I, I'm not gonna say lazy but um, I get I get uh, comfortable very easily maybe mm. it's my Lib- my maybe it's my Libra my Libra tendencies oh wait um, you're a Libra yeah oh me too I love October, that October twelfth yeah September twenty sixth. Mm. And the and, and the baby, she's September the twenty fourth. Oh, Libra people are the best. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it 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 really took that because I I still you know even to this day um, find myself always getting into a situation where um, you know I'm I'm getting told about something, but a lot you know majority of times it is my fault, you know, and I have to. You know, as as men, as adults, mm-hmm. you know, you already don't like being told what to do because you're an adult and you spent, you know, majority of your life being told what to do. Even now, right. you're still told what to do by other people. Yeah, you know, by so. your bosses, by mm-hmm. whatever, by wh- whatever is controlling your life. Absolutely, that's so. so when true. you get home, it's like, damn it, this is my house. I'm gonna do what I want. But 
you know, when you start but adding now, people. Right, you know. right, 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 right. That's so funny. Oh my God. So I, this is not, okay. This is not a game. I don't want to call it necessarily a game, but I want to do this thing where I want to read out. I like, I want to read out some common stereotypes when it comes to like black fathers. And mm-hmm. I just want your honest, like initial reaction. Off so the, it's like off the, okay. off the top, no problem. Yeah, I got off, you. off the off the top. Okay, so stereotype number one: most black fathers are absent. That is uh, a lie, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and that's that's why I um, I wanted to you know build this platform mm-hmm. uh, so that it could be other black fathers that are talking on there, um, right? Because they feel this, they they share the same thing. They we hold that we hold that weight. We we hold right. that and I should you know the word animosity. We we hold mm. that animosity because that we know that's not true. Um, exactly, exactly. We, we, we know um, you know even you know like both of my children are you know unfortunately by two different women. So mm-hmm. it's it's that dynamic of having to juggle three different personalities on top of my you know oh, making sure yeah. I'm saying you that know. Oh, yeah. But there, as much as I've I've been in the in the trenches with their moms, I, it's not been one day where I took that out with my kids and said I'm not going to pick you up or I'm right, not going right. to um, you know spend time with you or take it out on you because of exactly. you know the issues that me and your your mother have. I said at the end of the day, I said people, I, and I have to be real honest with them, and, and I tell them like mm-hmm. people grow apart, you know, um, yep. people, you know, yep. it, it's always meant to be forever, but sometimes it's not meant that way. And, you know, yep. unfortunately the, 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 the result was you. Um, but that doesn't mean that we love you any less, you know? That's right. That's right. And I think, oh my gosh, it's like, it's a level of maturity. That's, that's, that you have to do to even have those type of conversations with your kids. It complete. I completely forgot. Like, obviously these, their mothers are also, in there, I mean, so it takes two people to tango. I don't know how mm-hmm. that even completely slipped my mind, but yeah, no, for real, I, 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 it's a complete myth. It's a, com- it's complete bullshit. And I think because black fathers, even everybody's kind of so aware of that stereotype that like now. I think like even statistics kind of showed like black men because of that stupid ass myth, they've even mm-hmm. made such an extra effort to show that they are in the picture way more than other races. Yeah, and um, I really think it. I, 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 it really bothers me when I see people commenting, especially right. other races commenting and and saying that oh, you know, your your father's not there, or just making um, obscene comments. And it's you know, quite frankly, it's it's every mm-hmm. race that does it. You know, every race mm-hmm. has absent fathers. Every every, every race, race has deadbeats. Yeah, you know, so for that to be a, a stigma where it just affects us, um. And, and every every other race doesn't have these stigmas, you know that exactly, or 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 plastered and billboard, you know. Um, right. Wait, but what do you think? I mean, oh, I don't want to say it came from something, but what do you think? How did that stigma even become a stigma? I I don't know. I don't. Maybe you know. Maybe I gotta do start right. doing some research on it. Right. Right. Well, I. That like I when I have these type of questions, I kind of go crazy. My brain goes crazy and I kind of want to figure out the answer. And I feel like black fathers being absent like really came from the it wasn't it's not what it came from. But like when it, it, it has something to do with like it. What's that? Why am I blanking on the name right now? Oh, my gosh. 
it all stems from structural racism basically so when for example i was watching this documentary that like explained how mm. prisons had to make profits so like they'll just find any little any little any little thing just to get a black man in jail and i think it even stems from from something from that is where I, i'm trying to say is what i think it kind of started to build upon when like black fathers literally were absent because they were locked up for bullshit reasons Oh yeah, and and you know if we go down that rabbit hole, um, mm-hmm. you know it's 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 true. It's uh, it it, it if it's something as small as you know possession of marrow, it's 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 black right. men doing doing life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's black men doing life for marijuana, something that's mm-hmm. legally, mm-hmm. um, you know, distributed by the government now. You know, so. Um, to see that it, it is, is these men that, and then you got to think about it too, because of that, a lot of our black women have to work extra hard to yep. be two heads of a household. And, you know, yep. quite frankly, I, it, you know, when I was younger, I always said, well, well if we don't make it, we, we don't make it. But as mm-hmm. I got older, I realized how much more important it is for a, a child to have both sides of the coin. You know, um, mm. for them to be whole and for them to yeah. get because there's stuff that only a woman is going to be able to treat, uh, you know, teach uh, a, a, a little girl or a little boy. And there's only things that a, a man's going to be able to teach a little girl or a little boy. And, yeah. you know, you factor into that, you know, um, you know, that's why I always say if I have a daughter, I, I'm going to make sure I love her so that she knows, yes. um, you know, what it is to, to love one, love a man, to know what what she's supposed to be loved as, um, mm-hmm. you know, so she just don't grow up and mm-hmm. just be, de- be dealing with anybody, you know, and right. Giving her worth I, away to somebody that doesn't deserve it. You know, that's true. I think a two parent household is so important. Like I didn't even like, I'm, I'm born in, I was born and raised in Grenada. So I've been here for what, like 10 years now. And like, honestly, I feel like people don't talk about how like the diaspora of, of being black is so different because like, uh, my experience growing up and I feel like the experience of so many like black children growing up is it's similar, but yet it's different. So a lot of things I had to learn and I had to understand. And like, I'll be honest with you, like from when when I first moved, I didn't even realize how how valuable it was to have a two parent household. Like, I, I, you know, you would think that's something that's the norm. And it's like, yeah, these stereotypes, I mean, it comes from it's a stereotype, absolutely, but then it 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 stemmed from a certain fact. It did have a generation where this was so more, you know, it was happening so much more frequent. And and what really mm-hmm. made me grasp towards this platform was mm. the idea of generational curses. Yes, goes, that's exactly what it is. Uh-huh, and this goes back all the way to slavery, where they separated us, took our names. Yep. You know, yep. the men went here. The men yep. were only good for. Um, you know, being, you know, um, you know, reproducing, you know, um, right. that's what they were only good for. And then mm. you look into the, the, you get into the, um, the point where they were, um, where they were redlining black people as far as, um, yes. you know, um, housing, like getting housing, mm-hmm. right. And a lot of the times they, for you to get a housing, you had to be a single, a single parent household, uh, so the men couldn't live there, uh, so wow. that the that their house, so that their family could have a better home. They couldn't live there, you That's know. Compl- that just doesn't even make sense. It wow. doesn't, but 
because this is the way our they've structurally built our communities. Because you look at it, right. we first were all in the ghetto, and then the <laughs> Caucasian people lived out in uh, the suburbs outside the city. But now, see, my particular city, Philadelphia, um, mm. it's it's been going through a, a, a gentrified period, just like <laughs> how New York is. Um, yeah, super gentrified. Super gentrified now. So now they they've they've again redlined the black people. Uh, raise the property tax. Of course, we can't mm-hmm. afford it. And now mm-hmm. we have to either sell for undervalue mm-hmm. um, and now we have to move out so that they can enjoy the benefits of living closer to the to, to central city, um, right. closer to, um, you know, public transportation. Right. Um, you know, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, it, yeah, it's very sad. And it's, it, it's sad that we only see it, you know? Yes. And I think but I think and that's why I love like platforms like yours and mine, because it's not like, yes, we want to have a safe space for our community. But I also feel like we've created these platforms for other other people to be aware of what's going on in our lives. Like you need to like understand what has actually been happening because they've been living in their little their little white bubble for so many years and just Mm -hmm. don't even understand why these things, why these things even exist, why it exists. Mm-hmm. Or why are we mm-hmm. so angry? Or why, or why we, we're so angry? Exactly. Why we riot? Or why, why we Black protest. Lives Matter? Like, come yeah. on! Like, simply. Oh my god! Because even, even if it's this the secret organization that they're trying to make it to be, that's not the reason why we say it. You know, we're not like, saying nope. it because we want to overrun. The, in, in the in the in the part that really bothers me is that um, mm. all these things constantly happen to the country, and there's never black people that do it. If it's mm-hmm. if you even look at them being upset because um, the the current person, I don't call him president because he's definitely not my president. Um, he's not for my people at all. You know, so, yep. um, mm-hmm. you know, when you go from that and, um, you know, they're more they're they're protesting down there for um, for the election that I don't know how just the presidential elections rig, not no others, not no other positions rig, just the presidential one. Right. Which I thought they were all on the same ticket, but you know, I digress. Right. And right. then, um, so, but you know, that same person doesn't, you know, acknowledge Martin Luther King's, you know, 57th anniversary of speaking about yep. black people being free in his backyard, the same way he said that he was going to, uh, you know, he's happy that these people are, are protesting for him. It just shows you the type of person he is and just the type of people that we have yep. living in this country. Because yep. at the end of the day, we've always had okay to be mm-hmm. right. And at the end of the day, like, you know, we always had to be good people to everybody, not just our own people. Like we were, yep. we, we, you know, sheltered and we care more about our people, but we were never, we were never created and meant to hate other people. Yeah. That's so true. That is so, 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 so true. Wow. Yeah. And oh my gosh, you know what? Like when you were saying that, you know what's so crazy? I, so my, I'm in marketing, so I'm always reading a bunch of different like stats, like stats and it's always in my head. And by 2044, two, oh my God, how would you say that year? 20, how would you, 2020, 2044, that's how you're going to say the year? That yeah, unfortunately. Weird. That sounds just, okay, that just sounds so weird. But by 2044, half of the U.S. population is going to be a multicultural audience. Um, audience. It's going to be a multicultural population, half of it. It should be. I think, right. It should absolutely. And I mm-hmm. think there's over 50, I want to say there's over 50,000 
50,000 Hispanics turn 18 every month. That's that's and that's exactly how it should be. So I I, I would hope that in like oh, like people like to say what it's a it's a marathon and it's not a sprint. I would really I just I just hope that we're just going to continue to be making progress. Like I really I hope we can really break those continue to attempt because I feel like we're still fighting to break these generational curses and all these mm-hmm. things that just literally wasn't built for us. And I really hope that we we continue to go up that path and it doesn't feel like a trend and it just stops. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Because, you know, when we're, we're not here anymore, you know, mm-hmm. we all, you know, you know, that's why, you know, a lot of, a lot of thought process went into making my platform because when I'm not here anymore, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this, you, you know, you think about all the people that aren't here anymore, like James Baldwin and, right. um, you know, Martin Luther King, like, you know, they left their mm-hmm. legacy, you know. That's um, right. That's you know, so right. I always thought like, hey, somebody, this might be, I don't know where it's going to be at, but it might be somewhere where somebody mm-hmm. can say, hey, let me listen to something that's going to, you know, entomb exactly. my blackness and my mental health. Yes. And, um, you know, I, ha- I have a legacy where these, these, this audio is archived, you know? So. Yes. Yes. That is so true. I didn't even look at it like that. It is. That's yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to read my next stereotype that I have. Okay. Okay. So the second one I have is most black fathers don't live with their children. First reaction. Uh, uh, Ooh. Yeah. Um, pause on this one. I can't say no. I'm I'm just basing it off of myself and the people I know. Like you yeah, know, of course, that's fine. Of course, well, let me let me give the answer that I would like to give. My answer okay. would be yeah. that, um, in a perfect world, um, you know, I know when I had my kids, it wasn't I wasn't no Rolling Stone or I wasn't like you know just hopping between beds or homes. Um, it was with people I thought I was going to be with and, you know, mm. that just, it just didn't work out that way. And, um, I used to force things. I used to force, you know, relationships. I used to f- try to force people's feelings, but, um, that's mm. never going to be good for you in the long run. And, um, yeah. I had to start really putting my own happiness. Uh, sometimes you have to put your own happiness before your kids, unfortunately, but then I start looking at like, well, if I'm not happy, then how am, am I going to make my kids happy? Mm-hmm. You know, that's very so, true. So then you got to start thinking about that. And um, you know, I know plenty of, of of great men that I look I look up to, like like my brotherhood, um, who you know are are married to the same person, and all their kids are by the same person. You mm-hmm. know, um, and I and one of my episodes that was the first episode I had with that gentleman, who's actually the godfather of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I asked him, well, what made you just pick, you know, who you're married to? And he said, um, because I, I didn't want to. What he told me was that he didn't want to be like his dad. Mm. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And he said that, you know, I would see my dad struggling to pay child support. I saw my dad, you know, having to work all these jobs. So by the time he got time for me, he was out of it. Right. You know, so right. he said, I, I don't want that. I don't want to, you know, see my kids only three days. And then when I, those three days, I know I need to work to be able to provide for them. 
then yeah. I'm not going to be able to see them or spend time with them, you know? So, yeah. you know, luckily, you know, he was the one that broke the mold um, and, you know, uh, was able to do it right, you know? And I just hope that when my kids get older, if they decide to have a family, you know, I mm-hmm. always preach to them about, even though marriage isn't for everybody, just like, mm-hmm. you know, college isn't for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, marriage does, it, it does allow you to, you know, have a structure behind having, cause kids are stressful. And <laughs> I know when you add them to the equation, um, you know, being married just helps, you know, soften the blow a yeah. little bit, you know? Yeah. And I do talk to them about, you know, making sure they, they are ready to, you know, have children and, you know, make sure that they, mm-hmm. you know, they get married, you know, um, if yeah. they, if they want to have children, you know, because, is it's not about a religious thing. It's about mm-hmm. a structural thing, you know, in my, right. my, in my, in my eyes, you know, I, I know that now, but that's because I'm 35 and I had my son when I was 13, you know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. know anything, you know, my mom and dad weren't sitting me down and saying, Hey, it's good. To, you know, but even though they were married, they were married when I, when I was a kid, you know, when I was born, they were married, but they got divorced okay. very young. Mm. Um, I'm not sure how long, and I've, I've, I've always, I've always tried to build the courage to bring my dad on as a guest. Um, so mm-hmm. eventually I, that, that's something I'm going to get to because there is some things that we need to discuss. Oh, um, you want to bring your dad as a guest? Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be, I was supposed to, he always, he always says something to me, but I have to know what I'm going to be talking about and stick to that, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. That would be, yeah, that would be such a good episode. But uh, thank you for your honest, like your honest, honest reaction. And like, I love the part you said about like, it's not a religion thing. It's a structural thing. And I think so much times you think, oh my gosh, getting married is because, you know, you, you have to do it because of some type of Christian reason and you have Mm -hmm. to get married in the church and you have to do this. But like, like I felt like I always knew that like it was never a religion thing for me but like the way you put it is like that's exactly what it that's exactly what it is even my fiance now is always telling me like once we have kids I ain't going nowhere and like now I like I see I get it and I understand why yeah yeah it's 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 so it's so important it's it's and I grew up, you know, my, my father's a deacon, you know, so I, oh I grew God. up in the, yeah, I grew up in the church and I grew up, um, around, you know, hardcore Christians, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I was never, you know, of course I, I believe there's, you know, yeah. there's a higher power, but yeah, that, that was never my, that was never my, you know, my forefront and what I'm going to base everything off of, you know. Um, right, right, right. Look, religion to me, like this is a whole different topic, but to me, yeah. religion is a <laughs> to me, religion is a culture. Like I yeah. feel like I'm a definitely more of a spiritual spiritual person. Like I believe there's a higher being. I believe the things happen in the universe for a reason and things like that. But in terms of the actual practice, a religion is absolutely just a culture. Like this is how yeah. you grew up and that's how your family passed it on. Did based on your location based on this based on that it's just a culture it's just it is but if i have that conversation with my mother oh lord she will she will rip my head off i've tried and i've tried and i'm not even going try again it's not it's not for the faint of heart nope it's not it's not oh my gosh but like even though like 
Okay, so would you say, but would you, what would be your answer then? Do you feel like most black fathers don't live with their children? Would you, I mean, it's just your opinion. So nobody should like, you know, get at you for for your answer. Um, or do you feel like they do? I don't, I don't think that they do. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, that's, that's why, a lot, uh, you know, and I, I see it. I see it every day. I talk to, you know, the people I talk to every day uh, who have, mm-hmm. you know, multiple kids by multiple mm-hmm. different women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I, you know, now that I've had the um, experience of actually having these more interpersonal relate, uh, conversations with different people, um, it's allowed me to understand that I'm not the only one that has mm-hmm. gone through this. I'm right. not going to be the only one that's going to go through this. Um, yeah. And it's not nothing to, nothing to be embarrassed about, you know. No. Um, you know, if yeah, I could no. go back in time, I would definitely have done things differently. Right. But that's not the, that's not what reality is, you know, so. Exactly. Um, but. Yeah, and I, it, yeah, no. Um, it's a mm-hmm. lot. What I, what I could say about this, it's, it's a lot of healing that a lot of people need to do that they're not going to go get the help. Because yeah. of, of another stigma that is already placed in our community, which is mental right. health, and right. encouraging your partner to go and seek help, or um, you know, you going and seek help yourself, or your parents telling you that's you know that's not the right way to go, or that's some sissy stuff, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know. So, but I feel like if we did have you know more awareness in our communities, mm-hmm. and um, you know pushing people um, to go and get, you know, help as far as therapy, I feel like there would be a lot more uh, whole households opposed to broken ones mm. because people who come mm-hmm. from broken households, they're, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, what do you call it? A habit. It's a regiment of mm. what you see on a daily basis. The hurt you see is only going to reciprocate, That's you know, true. so unless, you know, it, what they say, if two people are hurting, you know, it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to help. It's not going to be know. healthy. It's absolutely it's not going to be healthy not at all. And then, like I said, when you add children, you yeah. know, I, 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 they're I seeing talk, that. Yeah. I'm seeing it, but I'm also okay with talking to other men about it and, and asking them questions. Like I, I saw a, a, a young man that, I, um, that was friends with my brother and, mm-hmm. um, I saw him, I haven't seen him in a long time, but I know who his fiance was so we just knew each other because of, because of my brother but also because oh i saw you on facebook with this girl that i know and then when i saw him it was hey it's time to catch up like oh he has son with them and i'm saying oh how you know how i said oh how my girl doing he mm-hmm. said oh, we ain't together no more man and i said i'm sorry to hear that he's like no nah, you know kids and i said yeah kids add a lot of you know stress a lot of different things. A lot of different things, a lot of different emotions. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, us as, as men, especially black men, we're not equipped to help our women through postpartum or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, feeling alone. And, mm-hmm. you know, once once those, those those voices start playing in your head that I'm alone, I'm alone, I'm alone, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you're more uh, likely to say, okay, well, I really don't need this guy here. And if he if if he goes or something happens, you're 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 okay with him leaving. Mm-hmm. 
you know, there, so there's, there's no stability, you know, so somebody has to be the one that's going to be able to talk that person off that, off that, you know, that ledge. And a lot of times it's nowadays, especially with this generation, Mm-hmm. A lot of it is, um, well, I'm right, and it's how I feel, and it's how, and that's all that I'm, matters, right? And it's how I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the winner at the end, you know. I'm gonna be the person who's gonna be right, and then if you feel like you're right, and I feel like I'm right, then nobody, it, there's not gonna mm-hmm. be any type of, um, uh, I can't think of the word right now, I'm, uh, but they're not. I know what you mean. There's not. You're never going to come to like a common ground. Compromise. Compromise. Right. Nobody's going to yes, compromise. compromise. Yes. There yes. you go. You had to start the word, and I was like, "It's so good." <laughs> I was, I was getting ready to jump rope in there. You know. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! And like, oh, abs- absolutely. Before we even got on this podcast episode, when we had spoke, you talked about like how you had took time off. You had took time off from work, like due Mm -hmm. due to your mental health. And I feel like some of the things that you're saying now is things that needs, it needs to be taught. Like you don't just wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I need. Or like, cause you know, sometimes you don't even know where to start. You don't know what's happening. You don't, you're not understanding what's happening to you. You don't understand what resources you could go to because like, you don't, you don't even have your first people that you'd want to go to, which is like your parents, maybe an older sibling. Like they don't, if they don't have that information, how could they give it to you? But at least now we live in, you know, at least now we have more technology to hopefully even help with these resources. But like, do you do you mind just like backtracking and sharing uh-huh. like what had what had happened to you during that time? And like, yeah, like what? Like just what, so, what had happened? So for me, I, I've always been a, a person where I, one, I, if if you know what I'm uh, what I mean by this, because you're a Libra mm-hmm. as well. So we are Libra. Uh, telekinesis might be able to connect here, but you know that you know once your mind starts thinking and saying things, um, you have to say them out loud. Yeah. Um, oh my and if God, you don't, mm-hmm. and if you don't, it's like a itch you can't scratch. You know. Um, so for me, I've always been the type of person I, I talk to people, and I, I I started realizing I was putting a lot of stress on people. Who had their own mm-hmm. issues, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, when I first got married, my wife always she are you know off the bat said, "Hey, you, you know, I feel like you you should go and get some you know help. I'm I'm, I'm going to get some help, and then we can do our own our help together, like as a mm-hmm. as a, as a couple." And mm-hmm. um, I I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. And then. Um, my mother, she was, uh, she was killed four years ago. Oh no. So, um, I was working at retail and my job gave me like, you know, the, you know how your job give you like two days off, right? you wow. know, Hey, uh, dust yourself off and come back when, you know, in two mm-hmm. days, you know, we'll pay you for those days and anything else you got to use your own time. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, you don't want to use your own time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I battle a lot of you know I, I i battled with that a lot like dealing with you know trying to understand why this happened to her trying to understand why somebody would do this to her mm-hmm. um it started eating me up and um it, it really started affecting my marriage um it, st- it started affecting my relationship with my kids um i lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. i um I, I was very depressed um, I had thoughts in my head that I didn't want to be here anymore. And if I was mm-hmm. to go, my kids would be okay. You know, I started thinking like that. 
um, because I didn't know what to do with my feelings and I didn't know who to talk to. And I've always dealt with, with women who uh, would, would, you know, tell you that you have to be a man and, mm. um, you know, uh, that you are, uh, you know, excuse my French, but, you know, you're a pussy and, you mm. know, you, um, so you, you start to clam up, you start to uh, shelter yourself. Um, and if you do talk to uh, other people, it's always going to be another woman. Um, and then you are, that's a rabbit hole that, you know, you end up going down and, and having to try to figure out because, you know, the, the new woman's always going to listen to you. You know, they're always going to hear what you got to say. They're yep. always going to pat you in the back. Always going to make you feel good. Um, whereas though your real life relationship isn't like that because y'all dealing with real life issues, um, that go in the way of, you know, making sure the other person is mentally healthy and physically healthy and sexually healthy, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, earlier this year, my wife, she, or end of last year, actually, yeah. Cause I've been going since last year and mm -hmm. she said to me, um, you really need to get help or I don't think we're going to make it. Oh, and wow. I had to look at that as a, um, as a wake up call mm -hmm. because, um, you know, then they like, you know, this is somebody I dated in high school. Like that was my first girlfriend in high school. Aww. And we, we set, we split, um, you know, cause we're young. And then we got back, you know, uh, four years ago and we just, you know, she said, Hey, I'll be cool with going to city hall. And I knew that it was meant for us to be married because she is a Sagittarius. So <laughs> she's not meant to be married, you know? So, <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So it, it it was something that I had to not only do for her, but definitely for myself, because even, even you know, nothing's guaranteed to be forever. So I had to make sure that when, if she's not here anymore, that I'm still going to be okay for my kids, you know? And, um, right. yeah. and I, I was, I was blessed to find an individual who was, was black um, mm -hmm. and somebody I felt comfortable with who challenged me um, to, to, um, answer questions that I would normally not be able to answer or feel comfortable with answering, you All know? Right. So, um, you know, even though every day I still miss my mom and I, I still don't know, who, I still don't know who killed her. Um, oh my it, it's been a, um, it's, it's been a, 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 a soft and blow. And I know, I know we, uh, we talk about, um, spiritual, we talked about spiritual, mm -hmm. but I, I always tell people this, like, you know, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't have my daughter. And what I say by that mm -hmm. is that she she was born September 24th and my mom was killed October 9th. So every day, every October for me, it was like, you know, it ain't my birthday. You know, it's uh it's just uh it's another day, you know. So mm -hmm. even though she's not here anymore, you know, I look at my daughter and 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 I, I see that she's she's been on she's been here before, you know, I could just tell. You know, wow. she's just too comfortable to be a, a, yeah. a, a fresh person on this earth, yeah. you know, so, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, I love that. Well, I'm so, I'm so sorry that happened, but I love, I love the ending of the ending of this. Thank you. Of course. And, and, and even with your, with your wake up call, it just goes to show how much you, you value, you value your relationship and you, you value your marriage that like, that was your wake up call moment. Like if, if, if you don't do this, then like, you know, we, 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 we're not going to work out because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to be able to take care of others? Like, it's right. just, 
How are you going to be able to not even really take care, but how are you going to be able to support? How are you going to be able to love? How are you going to be able to have fun? Like you're just, you're just, you're not going to be able to at all. No, it's it's, it's going to be what they call, um, you're some, you're, you're, you're only sabotaging yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, if you, you, you feel like, okay, if everybody else is good, then I'm going to be good. But right, right. actually, if my cup isn't getting filled, then what am I really put pouring in yours, you know? Exactly. And I think a lot of people, when they enter a relationship, sometimes they, they go in with that mindset, like, um, as long as I'm making you happy, then I'm happy. And I hate, I hate that sentence so much because it's like, no, you need to make yourself happy. So that way you're going to be able to make other people happy naturally. Like that. I, I, I hate when people be like, yeah, my happiness is based on you. It should never be like that. Your happiness should be based on yourself. Exactly. Because um, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, you know, not to pour any like, you know, uh, you know, uh, cloudy clouds over. But, you know, who's to know any relationship's going to, you know, last, you know, you yeah, got to make sure, sure. Exactly. Yeah, you got to make sure that you're 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 healthy, you know, and, um, you know, mm-hmm. I always tell tell everybody, um, you know, just just make sure you're you're, you know, really focus because like this is the time this this is the perfect time to if 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 it's time for you to start a business if it's time for you to go in and seek therapy this yep. is the perfect time um during this whole pandemic you know that is that is absolutely so true and what do you think what do you think is the pro- like the the problem i would say with how like black men even view their mental health like why why sometimes we just we just it's like just don't we just don't even take the the first step like even for me when i started going to therapy i felt like it took me years before i finally decided mm-hmm. like okay i guess i'm going to do this and like i was even embarrassed to say that i'm doing it or like tell my parents that i decided to do it because they'll probably think something's like super wrong with me and i'm this and then that like what do you think is that first like walls that first thing that was just blocking men to just discuss their mental health um, the big thing is, I, I would say the, the biggest thing, cause I, I started trying to lightly do some research before I, I started, um, trying to understand and, and be able to speak on it from, from mm-hmm. what I read was that, uh, majority of the population, um, when it comes to mental health cases, it, majority, it, it is black people, um, that are reporting like mental health, um, mm-hmm. you know, crisis and, and, um, but there, but it's less of us going and sitting down with a therapist, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I would have to say, um, is a, a lot of us, um, is, is either the person we're with, it's either our parents, it's either what we see. Mm-hmm. You know, even though now it's getting more and more, I feel like it's getting more and more spot spotlight on there yeah. on mental health. I still feel like it's such a great area um, mm-hmm. when it comes to just us, like just black people. And, um, yeah. you know, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot more of us, though, getting in the field. Um, and that's a big thing, too. We're we're, we're not very trustworthy um and trusting other people 
uh, especially strangers. Mm, yeah. So yes, if the person I, isn't mm-hmm. black, then we're a lot less likely to come back. And yep. I've yep. been, I've, I've, I've sat down and talked to maybe four or five different therapists and I've only been back to the black ones. Wow. And, and that's not being against any other type of, um, race, but, mm-hmm. um, they don't understand us. They, yeah, they don't. don't know what we've been through in life. Um, nope. If it's big or small, if it's something with our parents, I could joke around my therapist and he gets it. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I could have that type of uh, authentic relationship with anybody else unless they were black. Right. That's so true. That is so true. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Wow. That is that that's I'm like like I'm really like digesting this one. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're speaking yeah. like wow. I have okay, so I have the third. It's I the have green, the third. it's my green tea. Yeah, I love it. It's like you're just you're just you're just hitting me with it. I'm sipping my tea here and I'm like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, taking my notes. But okay, the third the third stereotype that I have here is that which is actually gonna really play very well to the conversation we were just having about like our our health and being so the third stereotype is black fathers are um detached oh okay um as far as uh i guess like you know they're just yeah they're just not you know they're not they're, they're, they're not there kind of, like not involved they're just just they're just even if they're living with them they're just not even there like mentally they're just not there they're de- detached um i i can say from my personal experience um that that has been an issue that i've i've struggled with i still struggle with mm-hmm. um because you know it's we have to do a lot you know um and sometimes you know women might not see the things we do mm-hmm. as a lot you know but we you know i know from my personal experience i would drift away, you know, and, um, Mm -hmm. I I have to say like people who have kids have to really pour into their children about, uh, just what it means to be a regular human being. And, Mm. um, cause I always, I I catch myself or I, or my wife having a conversation with me about, um, you know, catching, uh, you know, important moments. If it's taking a picture um, mm-hmm. if it's, um, uh, being more, uh, involved when it comes to, um, becoming more involved if it, when it, be, when it comes to like holidays, um, you know, so now I, I, now that I know that, you know, those are things, you know, not only my wife wants, but just how mm-hmm. you should be as a normal human being. Um, mm-hmm. I, I try to make myself more aware, um, yeah. and just trying to give more energy. Cause I feel like because we, we read energy so well, um, mm-hmm. you can always tell when somebody wants to be somewhere and when they don't want to be somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And I, 
and I, of course, like I'm a believer. So it's once it, I have an issue about something, it's literally plaster on my face. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, you'll know. You'll yeah, know. you'll know. And so to <laughs> so to answer your question, um, I don't think that's true. I think that yeah, it's, I uh huh. I think it's per. I think it's per. It's really per person. Yeah. I I, I feel like it's um. Uh, I think it has that, nothing to do with race. No, I, think, I don't think it has anything to do I think with that's, race. I, I think it's complete bullshit. I think anybody could be very, detached from someone because detached. of whatever reason. Exactly. And I think because so many like black fathers might be aware of this stereotype that like it actually makes them even more intentional with their kids. And because we have to have these type of conversation with, with your kids, maybe way more than other races about any other things that's happening. Like that's just complete. That's just complete BS. Yeah. It's just nothing but a stereotype or myth, complete myth. Okay. Uh-huh. And oh my gosh, this one's the fourth one I have is kind of kind of very 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 similar. It's um black fathers are not involved. Um that's that's a, that's a lie too. <laughs> uh, a complete a complete lie. Complete horseshit, okay? Mhm. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Because, you know, we we want, you know, and, and there's times where, you know, I, I have to always feel like, I, you know, I'm, I have to choose, you know, between the ladder of my kids or myself or, um, you know, but, the, you know, I always thought like the day I became a father, it was no more my, my free time. There was no more me time unless there away or, or sleep, you know, then it's my free time. Um, but you know, projects, um, I, I do projects. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids aren't involved in any sports. My, my mm-hmm. middle son does karate now. Nice. But that's a whole different story, but yeah, he does karate <laughs> now and, um, he enjoys it. And that's good. Uh, I haven't been yet to the karate place. Uh, hit the dojo where he goes to, but um, eventually I'm gonna make my way there. But you know, we talk mm. about it, and um, it's just it, like I, I feel like the virus has stopped a lot of progression in life. Yeah. Um, and you know, it makes us pause. It's like it really it we can't really progress. Not to cut you off, but I feel like yeah. you can't really try to plan for the future or make these moves. But like you can pause and reflect on what has been going on in your life now. Like I feel like that's how it's kind of been. Oh yeah, it's definitely yeah. been a reflecting moment. And if you're yeah. not taking this time to uh, just correct, reflect. it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be finances. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. But mm-hmm. a, a a reflection um, mm-hmm. is is definitely needed um, during this period, you know. I agree. I agree. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred, hundred percent. Oh my gosh! And so yeah, the black fathers are not involved. Stereotype is like complete BS. I'm, yeah. I I got the facts real quick. I learned from upon my research. It's actually seventy percent black fathers. Right? They're seventy percent more likely to bathe, dress, diaper, and take care of their children than any other race compared to white people. Compared to white fathers at sixty percent and Hispanic fathers at forty five percent, so yeah, it's just because complete, we complete we, both. We, we we're we're you know we're lovers, you know we're yeah. we're we're you know like um 
You know, I, <laughs> I I still go in the bathroom with my older kids and I'm checking things out. You know, I gotta, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, or you know, like my my middle son, he's a little bit huskier than me and my mm. older son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got to, I don't want you going going to school and somebody teasing you. You know, I got to show you exactly. how to wash up. Make sure up, you, you know? good. Exactly. Yeah, gotta, Make sure you good. You know, I'm I'm doing that, you know, the, the you know, I wash the baby up, you know, I'm, I'm you know, the days mm-hmm. I have her cuz my my wife she does natural hair for a living. So that's nice. her that's her business, you know. So nice. mm-hmm. weekends I have off for my job. So I'm I'm in the house with the kids and you know, it's potty time. Is you know, yes, I, exactly. I cook, I cook dinner every. I'm a. I cook dinner every night for the family. Oh, you know? I love that. Yeah. What are you making tonight? Uh, I was supposed to be making chicken and rice, but Ooh. of course, I didn't take anything out. So, oh, that that's the worst. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, I was supposed to be put in the slow cooker, but uh, we decided to do our groceries through Amazon this time. Mm-hmm. So we had them delivered this morning and then my wife wanted to put her Christmas decorations up last night. So yes, my, I love my, it. Yeah, my, my mind is a little mush as far as that, but, um, yeah, being, being present, um, you know, my, my best friend, uh, had a situation where he has two kids and, um, their, their mother got locked up and she did, mm-hmm. she did about four, four to five years in jail. And the entire time he had to be a single father, like a real single father. And I praise him every day, even though now that their the, their mom is out and she has she has mm-hmm. to be a mother now. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls him a deadbeat, which to me, yeah, which to me is very ironic because you know he the the you know the court didn't want to give the mom any type of you know visitation or parental rights at all because mm-hmm. she's a you yeah. know, convicted. Uh, but he yeah. said, no, they need to have their mother in their life. So he voluntarily gave her, you know, partial custody, which a lot of men in his position wouldn't do. Because once you lose that type of power, especially in the Commonwealth mm-hmm. of Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, it's hard for you to get it because it's a commonwealth, mm-hmm. meaning that they commonly, the commonwealth is the mother and the child. That's why we have a program called WIC, which is women mm-hmm. and children. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. to them, they look it, to them. They feel like, oh, you're the man, and when y'all ain't got no money, you're supposed to go out and find a way to get it, you know. So, mm-hmm. in, in a nutshell, the system cripples us anyway because it allows you to, you know, feed off its 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 nipple, but it 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 keeps us fighting in custody court or child support court. It mm-hmm. it, it 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 allows you to go and get, you know, food stamps, whereas though I'm less likely to get it because I'm a man, you know? So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's definitely something that doesn't help us help bring us together. Yeah. Wait, that's just so wild to me that she would even like, now I, now I kind of want to be invested in his life. Like why, yeah. why what's their current, if you could share the, their story, but like, why would she even comment like that? Um, because, um, you know, when, when people, especially, you know, uh, women, uh, sorry. Um, no, it's, okay. it's a, it's all, it's, I feel like it, it always comes as a, uh, you know, like when you're told something 
it's always a deflection of what the actual what you actually feel about yourself you know so mm-hmm. in, in, instead of it and I've been in situ- and the only reason I said that cuz I've been in situations where I've been told I was I was something I've been told I was one way but in actuality it's actually what you are um, right and then the only way to combat what that is is by telling somebody else that's what it is or that's what mm-hmm. you are you know mm-hmm. so it's like you you know if 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 you telling somebody oh you probably out there you know cheating uh, or oh you, you gotta, know you that's what you're probably doing exactly you know so yep. you know so I, I feel like it's one of those type of things or it's one of those things that to, to sucker somebody into being you know manipulating somebody but luckily mm-hmm. you know for, if it was if it was me you know before you know I got actual actual spine um <laughs> I would be in that predicament where I, I now I'm like oh man Am I really doing the wrong thing? Am I making the wrong choice by, you know, mm-hmm. not getting my kids or uh, by mm-hmm. not listening? You mm-hmm. know, that would have been me. But then I had to really understand what type of father I was or how, what type of father I've always been. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not telling the woman that you need to be a better woman. I'm not telling them that you need to be a better mother. So if I'm not giving you that, because I don't know what it is to be a woman, you know, I yeah. don't. I don't know what it is is to be a man. I don't know what it is to go through childbirth. I can only be there to Mm -hmm. support you through that. But I don't really Mm -hmm. know what it is to go through postpartum. So Mm -hmm. if I am not telling you, if I'm not, if I'm telling you, oh, stop crying or, you know, stop bitching and and pull your your big girl draws up, you know, don't tell me to be a man because, you know, someone who doesn't have a father in their life or never had a father in their life or never had a father figure in their life Mm -hmm. can't you can't tell me what it is to be a man. Only thing you can tell me is by, by seeing other men that you've dealt with in your life or, uh, you know, TV or movies, you know, or social media, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, and oh my gosh, you just brought us to our next, my next point, like so, so, so well, cause I want to talk about the black, like father figure, you know? And mm-hmm. I feel like it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be colored lens podcast if I didn't like, try to tie in like some of the the father figures that we've even seen on like television or movies or even social media now so like do you like maybe growing up like did you have a specific tv show or like movie where like you've 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 resonated with a father figure or like you knew like oh my gosh this is absolute bull or like you wish you had that dad like maybe what are some shows that like you clearly remember of course, you know, and it, it was crazy because I I just watched this uh, over the weekend with my uh, my wife, which was the Fresh Prince reunion. Mm. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Oh my gosh! Wait, I gotta go see it though. Girl, you need to see it. It's on. It's uh, on uh, HBO Max. So. Ah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that was deep because you know Uncle Phil died. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know it was, uh, I think, I think 20, 2015. Yeah. I think it's been a while. Yeah. He's, his, but they did, a, they did such a uh, beautiful, um, um, uh, what you call it? Um, a memorial Episode? for him. A memorial. Oh, for memorial. Him. Oh, yeah. Oh. On, on the, re- cause the reunion oh, was the, just on the reunion. On the reunion. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was always my dad it was uncle Phil. Or, um, you know, uh, 
you know, Carl from um, Family Matters, you know, those were the dads that would, would, you know, regardless of what you say, they would would always um, hold you and just comfort you through those situations, but also always give you a lesson, you know, and, um, you know, I I do get angry at my children, but my anger is always comes from different areas. And Mm -hmm. I feel like my anger has always come from an area of uh, let down because mm-hmm. I know that they can always, they can always do better. Um, mm-hmm. But I have to do a better job of being able to transition that into a lesson just yeah. so they actually can understand where I'm coming from instead of just That's yelling true. at them, you know? So just yelling or like, yeah, I'm just yelling, beating, saying you're so yeah. mad at them. Like you have to explain why, why, why? Oh my gosh. That is so true. Like now I'm like, just like re like remembering when I used to watch those television shows, but obviously I was watching it. I was watching it through a different perspective. Like I know they were great dads, but like, I never really processed how like, you know, like I was watching, it's, it's crazy to me. Cause I didn't watch it through that lens at all, Mm-mm. but like they are. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm remembering like the episode where, um, I think it was, it, it was in family matters and Carl, like, you know, he's a cop and why am I blanking on everyone's names? Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I watched it. Eddie. And like they had got, I think it was Eddie had got picked up by the police. And like just that conversation alone, I was like, wow. Rewatching it now, I'm like, oh, okay, now, now I get it. Maybe you might remember the episode better than me. I, I believe so. And then I think the other cop didn't know Carl was a cop. Yes, yes, that's what it was. And then once and they then realized, he like, was oh my treating gosh, your dad yeah. is a cop. Mm-hmm. It was like a racial type thing. And then when he realized mm-hmm. he was a cop, then he was now he wanted to be all Joe with him. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or or the episode of um Fresh Prince when uh Will and um um now I'm look at me. I'm now I'm playing um, with you. He does. He he was getting famous for the dance, the Carlton dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so Alfonso. Oh, like, yeah. Now I know his real name, Alfonso Ribeiro. They got locked mm-hmm. up, um, mm-hmm. and then you know Uncle Phil came there, and uh, Aunt Viv came there, and she was about to take the earrings off because the cop was being you know treating them like they were like mm-hmm. animals because they were black. And then, mm-hmm. then when he started telling him he was a judge, then he wanted to start trying to you know you know, suck up and all that other stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, seeing those type of moments where you, you got your father sticking up for you, even though you're wrong, yes. um, you know, is, uh, all right, yeah, you wrong. Yeah, I know you're wrong, but I'm going to whip your ass when we get home, you know? That's exactly. what's going to happen, you know? Exactly. Not- yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, now I'm like, I've been watching a lot of, like, um, old school shows lately and now that i'm watching it older i'm like wow mm, wow you, find out you and that you and the girlfriends you've been watching girlfriends yeah, oh, yeah. And- i've been watching girlfriends oh my gosh my fiance hates me because all you're gonna hear is girlfriends you don't watch like, it with you no he's he's watching it like a little bit with me like now mm. he's like i don't want to see it like i already seen it why are you watching all these old time shows and like yesterday for example while we were eating like i caught him like watching and commenting about it i'm like mm-hmm. like it's so good oh, to he's, just go he's, back a, he, he's a keeper then yep he is he is he's watching it with me now and i was like watching sister sisters like I, it's just something about watching these shows now it's like wow it kind of just shows like these things this was always this was always the, an issue the parkers yeah my wife was watching the parkers the other day oh, yes, i have it on my list like i don't like to be i like to watch like shows like i don't like to watch uh, so you can't you can't do multiple one. ones yeah i can't go too crazy like i could only have like two or three so you know right now i'm on lucifer and i'm on girlfriends and like that's it but it's I so bad 
really i thought yeah. i couldn't but then like it's really it's really good like and i feel like especially now that you said your father was a deacon and like that's the household that you grew up in you might and en- you're gonna enjoy it not even yeah. might you're gonna enjoy it it's, i'm, it's I'm gonna check it out because i feel like yeah. it's one of those shows that you have to watch before you you leave the earth, you know? So yeah, I think, Oh my gosh. Like I, and Oh, I just love it. I, I studied television radio. So I'm very like, I love like how they wrote it, how they, everything about oh, see, it. Is see, that's why that's so you're looking, you're looking, looking at it through a different quality. lens. Yep, yeah. yep, I am, I am, but it's so good. It's so good. I'm like, this is brilliant. Like this is something pe- like, uh, I, I highly recommend. You guys got to check. If you haven't checked out Lovecraft yet, uh-huh. that's an amazing show. Lovecraft. I haven't. Oh Lovecraft my gosh. Lovecraft Country. Yeah. HBO Max needs to be your new best friend because that has like everything on there. I think that's why, because I'm missing out. I don't have HBO Max. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, wait. No, no, no. I know about this show. Okay. Is it good? Yeah. So it's, uh, if you like supernatural stuff, I'm in the, like, I, yeah. I like, yeah. See, I, I'm a big, it, the show Supernatural is one of my favorite shows ever. And I'm so mm. sad to end it this year. Oh no! Uh, yeah, fifteen seasons is crazy. That it was it was on since I've been in high school. So oh wow! I don't I don't think I ever watched Supernatural, but I know yeah. about it. Yep. So it's yep. It's one of those shows that if it finally ended uh, series finale, but the 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 show Lovecraft was based based on H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, which was a famous uh, author at, at, you know, during the Jim Crow era, but he, he was very brilliant. Like a lot of, a lot of uh, directors got a lot of inspiration from him, like Stephen King um, and the, uh, the other, other guy, uh, Gil, mm-hmm. Gilmero, mm-hmm. the the director, I, um, they got a lot of inspiration as far as like the, the way they, the monsters and stuff. But he was very racist. H.P. Lovecraft was very racist. He he said um, he said God created you know white people and then the leftovers you know <gasps> the leftovers were you know like like how you make scrapple you know is that's that's black people that's what he said. So wow. the, so the, it's like a the show is like a, a kick to him, but it was during the Jim Crow era, um, mm. and the one guy in there. His job was to drive around to different places and make a guidebook for black people, which, you know, they still have now, which unfortunately is sad because white people don't have they don't need a guide to go to Harlem. They don't need a guide. They don't need a guide to go to Philly. They can go anywhere and they know they're not going to get lynched or or called you know, a cracker or something like that. You yep. know, they don't ever have to Google a place if they could travel to before mm-hmm. just going. Yep. Yep. So you should guys okay, should check I it out. It's very, very yeah. good. The season just, the season just finished uh, maybe a month ago. So you guys can binge the whole season and get. get oh my gosh. And I love uh, that. Yeah. 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 So no, we talk I'm, again. That's going to be what we talk yes. about. No, 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 no. It's on my list for sure. Mm-hmm. And don't you just love your Thomas supernatural, but don't you just like love when you can like grow up with a TV show. And I think that's why I love binge watching so much. Like I love just yep. sometimes I, sometimes I would wait until a show is like completely, completely done before I start it. Cause like, I'm like, I just want to see them like do everything all at once. Like I don't want to wait. But the thing that you were, the thing that you was telling me about was like watching it through a different lens. So now that you're mm-hmm. older, like now mm-hmm. when I see my wife watching these shows, I'm like, you know, the point of us watching as kids is to escape reality. But yes. now as we get older, now we're, 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 you know, inputting our own life in there. And then we're like, oh, wow, 
oh, that's why they oh did this. God, or so you true. see now that everybody's saying that, you know, back then you wasn't worried about Tony being a bad girlfriend because you didn't know what a bad no. girlfriend meant to be. Exactly. But now you're like, oh man, she don't did she treat Joan like like crap, you know? So exactly, exactly. Oh my gosh. Now I have I like I literally wrote that down. We was literally just watching to escape reality, and now we're like comparing. Now I feel like we're comparing our reality yep. to those scenarios because like real people wrote these stories. Like mm-hmm. it, it you're always inspired, you're inspired by real events. That's how it works. That's yeah, that's why I watch I watch so I, I watch so many movies and I watch so yeah, much TV. Too. And, that's why, uh, and I always I always mm-hmm. watch it with the subtitles on. I feel like that because <laughs> I want to I want to pick up words, I want to understand the meaning of things. Yep, that same, same, same. We are exactly the same. Yep, yep. So like I, when people like, oh my god! Now I'm backtracking. When I told my like, I told my parents like, I want to study media. I want to be in entertainment. They're like, mm, what do you mean? And it's like, people don't even value how important media is. It's like it's what we consume yeah. every single day. Like it might as well be something useful. Sometimes you want to escape. Sometimes you want to learn. Sometimes you want to do this. Sometimes you wanna, like it's just it's never gonna. It's 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 just it. It's just. I mean, yeah, we're not saving lives. Like sometimes when I'm at work, I'm like, you know what? F all y'all people. We're not saving lives. We're just making TV. So screw y'all. But like, it's such a such an important part of like just being a being a human in this world. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's um, and I feel like you. You get even though a lot of the TV shows that's on now is portraying a lot more of the harsh reality of what our ancestors had to go through, um, and it really pisses me off um, when I do watch like Lovecraft. It, it, it's it's going to uh, hmm. it's go, it's going to turn a couple things, you know, uh, as far as how you feel and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like you know when when we were kids. It, it was it was big, like you know uh, the, the black households, uh, you know. But then you know when we start started becoming like teenagers and stuff like, then it started transitioning into oh, uh, you know, Colt forty fives and uh, mm-hmm. the, the drugs and um, the rap and the, the chicks with half clothes on and stuff like that. So then that's mm-hmm. where you get into the generation where we are now, where it's just like you know now I'm just going to Netflix and chill or. You know, yeah. there's a dating app for that. So that now we're, there's no courting. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, you get in situations where nobody's having not talking because we've never built anything to be comfortable to talk about. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, we never built anything to even talk about. That is so true. Yeah, that. Yeah, you're ab- you're absolutely I don't even have nothing to add on because you're absolutely correct. That's exactly what it is. And like also within, okay, kind of one of my last, last points I really want to bring up is that I kept noticing like while we were talking, Julian, you kept mentioning like how much like you've, you, you, you married a black woman, like you, you mm-hmm. emphasize that and I, and I'm sure you emphasized it for a reason, mm-hmm. but like what, I, I mean, I know she's your high school sweetheart, which is like so amazing, you know, like that's such, that's such a cute story. I love that. But like. Why are you emphasizing it for maybe someone who's listening? Why is that? Why are you emphasizing it? Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm not against in, interracial at all. Same, um, same, same. I'll I put mean, that out there. To each is their own. I, I, I will always that. say. Um, but I feel like it's very important for a black man and a black woman, um, mm-hmm. to be together because mm-hmm. um, we have something to share. 
you know, mm-hmm. um, we had we had something to talk about if it's if it's the struggles of our childhood or mm-hmm. if it's the struggles of what we see our people going through. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I wouldn't be able to like during this time now. Um, I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been able to be married to anybody else mm-hmm. or be in a relationship with anybody else because I've been so angry during this process of just seeing, you know, even though I've never been, I, I've, I haven't, I, I always don't say never, but I haven't had the privilege of, not even say privilege because it ain't no damn privilege. I'm trying to just say words mm-hmm. now. I've never mm-hmm. had, uh, luckily I've never been, been involved in a racial situation with a police officer. Um, right. Maybe may because I'm, I'm more like, you know, a, a lighter skin. And I wear glasses and I, 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 my voice comes off as though, um, you hmm. know, I have some type it's of. It's so sad that you're even saying that. Like, yeah. I, like I get it. And it's like, but yeah. it's like, isn't that sad that like, you know, maybe that's the reasons why these things haven't happened. But yeah, I get but it. You get what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. but um, it saddens me when I see somebody that looks like me you know, uh, getting killed by a police officer. It saddens me when I see uh, situations where somebody's profiled because uh, they're black. Um, they're, they look suspicious. I don't know what look suspicious means. I, I, I know if somebody's pulling on something or actually do, in the act of doing something, then that's suspicious, you know? Um, so to me, I feel like that's my people as well because we have the same skin color. You know, um, it just, you know, so when I do see people that look like me are not receptive or they're not angry or outraged like I am or other black people are, it saddens me because the people who came before us, if they didn't do what they did, we wouldn't be living the life we live now. We wouldn't mm-hmm. have the freedom we have now. We wouldn't be, we, we would still be walking in the back of restaurants. You wouldn't have yeah. the job that you have now. You know, yeah, um, that's, that's a fact. You know, so I feel like it's 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 for the majority of us to continue pushing in a direction so that continued generations had the continued freedom or even more freedom than we have even now. You know, yeah, yeah no, for sure. And I think yeah, there's nothing like I would say, love is love, and to to each its own. And like mm-hmm. whoever you meet, like you know when you know, but there's nothing. There's nothing stronger than a black man and a black woman because like you just you can always teach somebody something like you can always teach them and like help them understand why something is happening. But it's so different than when like there's like a shared experience, like you both experienced similar things. You like know, we, like we cry, we cry, we cry when Kobe Bryant died. Right. You know, right. We cried, we cried when Chadwick right. Boseman died, you know, yep. um, mm-hmm. and these are people I've never met ever in life. That's but right. I know the impact that they had on myself, on our community, on my uh, children, on uh, my friends, on my friends' uh, children, on the, mm-hmm. the what they did for the world. You know, mm-hmm. and, and somebody looked like me that did that. You know, mm-hmm. so 
and like no i remember that day crystal clear like i remember how like how i felt and like you know like never even meeting this person never even being a big fan of kobe but like just knowing his impact and like how i felt like my community was like like literally crying and mourning and like coming to work that day when everybody is just like hi how are you and i'm like hmm isn't that isn't that just so it's like it's it's, it's crazy they'll just it's it's a it's an exp, it's a lived experience you know right exactly um yeah okay well i feel like we could keep on going if we really really wanted to because i'm like yeah. there's so much more i want to talk about but just to wrap just for time's sake we should definitely do a follow-up like we already had this conversation so we probably definitely would yes but like as a as a nice wrap-up like what what is something you've wished that you 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 told your younger self that like you're now telling your your kids or like you would tell someone tell like any any young any young black man out there young black boy he's not a young black man he's a boy what would you what would you tell them um i would tell them to 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 definitely if if there's an inside voice that's you know that you're battling with um it's okay to go seek help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the stigma needs it, the, these stigmas that, cause they, they, they've riddled me for years. Like I'm 35 mm-hmm. and I just went and started going down the journey of getting help. Mm-hmm. So right, right. I think about if I, some of my childhood trauma that I've had to endure, like if I had, if I, if, if I had an inkling of what I know now, I, I've, I've, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have my kids. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have a, um, a lot of the relationships and the way they did with a lot of, you know, black women. Um, Mm -hmm. when I seen signs with the partners I've had, um, telling them, encouraging them to go and get help because if they're helping themselves they're helping me too. And then we don't have to break up, you know, because, Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, eventually people people clash and people end relationships. All you know, that's just what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I I would definitely say, you know, just go. It's okay to go and 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 see there and speak to somebody. And I I know the first day I went and spoke to somebody, it was it was literally the best experience and best feeling I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, been able to just. And it, it cry about it too. Like I cried the first time I went because it just felt like it was like armor coming off my body. Like, and it just, when it hit the ground, it, it, it cracked the cement, you know? So you could just, you should feel like you could just let it, let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you, you know, we, we, when we get into a confrontation with another person, it's not just that confrontation that we're having with that person in that moment, we're adding a, a ages time uh, of stress into that so that we can relieve that. And mm-hmm. if that comes out on you, um, mm-hmm. then it's not going to be a pretty situation, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that's so true. That's so true. And I think even like, I don't want to start a whole new conversation, but I think even in your relationship, there should be a point where like, you should feel, you should feel comfortable enough to even like, comfortable to just let yourself go and 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 release that armor like you don't always have to be a man you know like oh my mm-hmm. gosh you, know, you should be able to cry and, and and show when you're happy show when you're sad show when you're tired like you should be able to show those emotions you know it, 
and I think we we have to stop tricking ourselves to think that that it's not supposed to be that way. Yes, that's and, so true. And we we get into a mindset. I know I've been in in plenty of these situations where I felt like I couldn't be like that with a woman because they were going to take that and use that at a later time. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, if somebody's going to do that to you, then that's not going to be the person that you need to be with. That's and, a fact. That's you know, a fact. Because if, if, if I can't be like that with you, trust me, I'm going to be like that with somebody else. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. be with you for that, the, uh, everything oh, else. Exactly. Yeah. Something else, something else probably good. And that's just keeping you there. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, tell tell my audience where they can find you because yes, I mean- yes. So, um, you guys can find me on any of streaming platforms at uh, it's Melanin Dads. It's M E L A N I N D A D S. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter as well, YouTube, uh, too. Uh, and then um, I'm branching out as well too. So. I uh, officially made Melanin Dads at LLC. Congrats. So, yes. Yep. I love that. So uh, uh, eventually um, I, I do have some things I, I want to work on. Um, mm. I definitely want to put out some, um, some, some shirts and, you know, some, some, um, some, some merch, some, merch, some beanie yes. caps and stuff. So yes. once that, once that comes out, I'm going to send you something, you know, um, oh, I get that love- I've been, oh, I've been getting my creative design on too. I've been like oh, designing stuff. So it's going to be, it's going to be bomb, you know, and I'm, I'm no, definitely. For real. Like, if you end up doing that, like we could definitely, I would do it as a giveaway for this episode. Like I would give there it to go. somebody there you like go. that. That would be really dope. That would be so dope. So I'm going to, I'm going to follow up with you. Okay, perfect. So if if you enjoyed our conversation today, you can find Julian and his amazing platform at Melanin Dads. Super simple. Like you, it's so simple to find. Like Melanin it's like your skin dads. plus exactly. dads. That's it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having this conversation with me right before Thanksgiving. For those, oh yes, so just tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, um, are you are you going anywhere? Or are you gonna you going there with your fiance? I'm yeah, just yeah. I'm not even going by my parents or anything. They were never yeah. like big. we were never big on Thanksgiving. We were, I mean, we would always like cook, celebrate. And but COVID, I never, COVID just yeah, put the stick in the, the yeah, nail in the coffin. Exactly. We were never big. Like last year was like the biggest thing we finally did with like aunts and uncles. But like most of the times it it was always just my immediate family. And I'm like, I'm not going over there. This, mm, I mean, they're right. Literally, they're just a bus right away. I kid you not. But I'm like, "Mm, now we'll create our own tradition. So there you go. Well, eventually you're going to have to. So. Exactly. So I'm like, let's just cook for the two of us and like, you know, just chill. I don't even want to cook too much. Like, I, I don't want to go crazy. What about you? Um, I was supposed to do it with my friend, but um, he's not doing it. So my wife, uh-huh. we, we, we're going to do something. We, uh, we, like I told you, we got the groceries. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have something, we're going to have something small. We're not going to have, of course, we're not going to have anybody there. So it's going to be small as well. We'll probably watch some Christmas movies. and Yeah, I think we're going to put up our tree. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. Yeah, we're going oh, to yeah. do that. Well, yeah. and, and oh enjoy God. that. And and if you guys have time, please watch Lovecraft. Um, yeah, It's a super good show. And um, okay. you will get so much uh, when you watch it. Just the way – see, I like, I like when um, 
I like I like when the black directors portray mm-hmm. black people correctly with lighting and yes. um just just the 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 way the, the the light reflects off our skin and stuff like that. I, those are things I look at. Yep. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started on like how it was like being in the classroom and like teach and when we were doing things like lighting and framing and all that jazz. Like wow, that's so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I, I have a, I have a couple of gentlemen, two gentlemen actually that I interviewed on my last season, who were um, big film and do they do local film in in Philadelphia? Nice. They have their own companies. Um, so because originally when I started Melon Dads, it was supposed to be a documentary um, portraying black fathers. So hopefully by next year, if COVID's good, I, I'll be able to work with them to have like a documentary. Um, yeah, you should. portraying black. Cause I even told the, one of the gentlemen, I said, um, the way you portray black people, I said, I need, I need that. I need, I need to feel that. I need to see that, yeah. you know? So yeah. hopefully that could come to life and, you know, we, we can make something happen and just build something positive for our community. And, um, you know, right yeah. now my city, my city's sitting over f- 415 murders, uh, um, and it's the it's the highest it's ever been. Um, as long how much? As over four hundred and fifteen. Wow. So I don't know if you yeah. remember. I don't know if you remember, but the last time the cop was killed in our not cop, but the the gentleman was the, the black guy was killed in our city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they rioted. They rioted. Why yep. am I blanking? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Walter. Yeah. 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 That, at that point, it was 400 murders at that point. So even me saying 415 is just me high, not even saying highballing. I'm pretty sure I'm lowballing it. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those things where it's obviously a lot of people are hurting in the city and, and a lot of people are not. Walter Wallace. Okay, sorry. Yep. You just hit Walter Wallace. Yep. So when he was killed, that was, that, that was 400. And that same time he was killed, it was two other people killed. Not that, not that not that far away from there by probably drugs or they owe somebody money or something like that, you know? So it's, it's a rough time for the city. Um, Mm -hmm. but I feel like talking to other black people, um, like this has helped me understand that we're all not animals and we're, we we all want better for, for each other. That Mm -hmm. is right. That is absolutely right. And I think, Guys, if you're listening, you should definitely check out Julian's platform because I'm and it's not it's not only for fathers because I'm not a dad. I'm not a man. <laughs> and trust me. I like just hearing uh, like your your perspective and your guest perspective and like with everything going on. Like, I feel like it helps. It helps me understand like my fiance, my yeah. dad, my brothers. Like I, I absolutely recommend it. Yeah, because yeah. You, you really don't know. Um, no. not, not saying that he's going to be hiding things from you, no, but yeah. you, you, if like you say, like it, you could teach somebody, you could teach a white person how, what a black person mm-hmm. goes through, but are they really going to understand it? You know, right. um, the, the good thing is that you're, you're already, you already are black. So you have the color to be able mm-hmm. to grasp the, the, um, the feeling that we are yep. going, that we're going through. And, and, uh, I'll leave it like this. I, I, like maybe two episodes, I, I actually interviewed, um, 
uh, a young lady who's she's a black therapist. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I interviewed her because I saw a Facebook post she posted and she said, hey, ladies, check on your man, check on your men, because I have a lot more black men patients who are coming in and mm-hmm. just releasing everything, crying. She said you... She said you would see men, you know, the Philly look, our Philly look is the beard and the boots yeah. and the beanie, yeah. you know. She said they, yeah. these grown men will come in and they just cry because they don't have no other place to do with that, you know. I am I have to listen to that episode. I saw it and I didn't click on that one yet. Yeah, she's but like, good. Oh, for sure. Oh, my she's gosh. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll leave you to it. This was yes. such good this was such a good conversation like it's it worth was this, this definitely um i i really appreciate uh you taking the time to follow yeah. up um yeah, to no, even consider um yeah. you know me i'm so glad like i just knew like that's the thing about me maybe it's a libra thing maybe it's mm-hmm. a me thing like i just know when my spirit gravitates to a specific person and that person was you so i'm so glad that we did this episode uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to Colored Lens, a space where being colorblind is simply not an option. Please subscribe so you never miss the show. And while you're at it, leave a good old five-star review. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so they can hear this story too. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Colored Lens Pod, where we always keep the conversation going. You can also check out more at www.colored-lens.com. Don't forget that dash. Until next time, y'all. Bye.